guys, welcome to episode 11 of Vibing in Valentino. So, today is a continuation of last week's conversation with Max Sternbaum, the astrologer. So, it's Zodiac Facts Part 2. Before we get into it, I want to share with you guys what I'm obsessed with because we're all under lockdown, which is so important and the most responsible thing we can do for the world at large is to stay home it's been the perfect time to really chill out and read a book i think that a lot of us are bored to death and we're doing you know like all these challenges on instagram and stuff like that i spent like the first week of quarantine like drinking because i was so bored and like my family that we were all bored like at dinner we would just drink (laughs) and eat and so i have made a conscious decision this week to um lessen the drinking do a little bit more reading currently i'm reading girl boss and um how to be an overnight success i picked those two because they were both written by female entrepreneurs that have made it really big one of the authors is the founder of rodile and nip and fab the two skincare Lions in the UK and Girl Boss is Sophia Amoruso, the owner of Nasty Gal. They've both been very motivating reads and it's the perfect time to meditate. And I was actually texting Cameron and he was like, How are you handling the quarantine or whatever? And I was like, You know, it's like a really good time to really be with yourself and with your thoughts and meditate and set goals. It's the perfect time for that you know we're all trying to find a little bit of peace in our day-to-day so this is a great time to cultivate that kind of spiritual peace and manifest your intentions and all that good stuff so that's what i've been obsessed with (laughs) there's a little less drinking a little bit more manifesting i just want to remind you guys as well before we get on with the conversation that you guys can find me at vibinginvalentino.com that's where you guys can get my eight-week workout plan that is at-home friendly very minimal equipment you guys will get a free pdf of my weight loss secrets when you guys sign up for the email list and you guys can also drop a line and say hi via the contact page or you guys can book me for a one hour virtual training session or a virtual q a you guys can ask me all your fitness and nutrition related questions and that can all be found on my website vibinginvalentino.com all right let's get right into our conversation give us physical traits for each of the zodiac signs just like if the one trait physically would stand out for each sign what would it be mm-hmm. okay so i haven't seen all of these myself mm-hmm. um but you know i I've, I've heard and some of them i have seen like the easiest one for me to say is pisces eyes okay. so and also let me preface this with it's not going to be your sun sign. It's going to be your rising sign and the planets in your first house. Okay. Our ascendant and our first house is our physical appearance. Okay. So, you know, if you're a Pisces sun, but you have, mm, I don't know, a Sagittarius rising, this eye thing may not apply to you. It's still, it might, but okay. it may not. Okay? okay. So anyways, I think that uh, Pisces, like they kind of have like these really dreamy eyes that kind of never focus. Like mm-hmm. they... You you can't, they're never focusing. They might be like big and watery, kind of like fish eyes. That's like a really easy one. Aries tends to be like 
really like like rugged rough skin and maybe like tanned skin yeah. although uh, online it said aries is going to be like you know more like ginger and fair skin but the way that i see and, and that actually i'm now thinking of it with some aries that i know in aries rising that kind of fits the description but the bigger thing is the way they move they're mm. very quick and they're very sure-footed and um just move really quick okay um Taurus is tends to be and this like I don't want to like scare Taurus women or anything like that but Taurus is like they're thick like they're you know think of a bull like the the glyphs of the signs are actually helpful in understanding this like Taurus is thick and steady and like you can't knock a Taurus over like you you won't you know you can see in the way that they stand and and maybe like a broad shoulder might come into play Mm, here um but Taurus is also ruled by Venus, so like there could be some very feminine qualities to their fe- their features, like mm-hmm. maybe maybe like full lips, yeah. uh, beautiful lips, this sort of thing. Um, okay, Gemini, I think is going to be like a super expressive face, so okay. like their face will change all of the time. Like it it will be like a smile face, and then a sad face, and then you know like the eyes light up, and it's just qu- very quick to express. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was doing the research it said that they'll have like a light complexion light eyes and that i kind of get that like gemini is so airy that i could see them having very light eyes and this is gemini rising mm-hmm. but uh you know having light eyes or almost transparent eyes yeah um cancer cancer is going to be so Cancer's the mother of the zodiac it's going to be round and voluptuous mm-hmm. and you know curvy maybe like a full stomach and yeah. soft stomach and just more uh, rounded. Yeah. Um, Leo, obviously Leo's the easiest one. We're going to talk about their hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, every Leo I know, whether they're Leo rising or not has hair that is out of this world and it's, you know, and they know it and they know it. Um, but I would also say that Leo, (laughs) it's funny. It's, I mean, it's just spot on every time. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also think Leo like stands well, like they're, they're not, ones to hunch over and like sort of hide themselves or like they they stand with their chests out you know like that proud (laughs) chest yeah um so virgo virgo is kind of the opposite of leo i think virgo you could lose them in a room like you they they tend to maybe darker features um darker eyes but can hide themselves well like you can lose them in a crowd um i also get the feeling that like virgo is kind of like tall and lanky and Mm -hmm. just very it kind of like ethereal almost but again like in a darker more like again i lost i lost virgo in the crowd um (laughs) libra libra because libra is also ruled by venus Mm -hmm. i think that you usually get like very delicate pretty features you know sort of doll like features um and i think as well oh they're known for their smiles like they tend to have very like charming smiles you Mm -hmm. you can always tell the libra because they're fucking smiling all the (laughs) guys like the happy ones oh oh yeah i mean literally if you check out jordan younger's um her instagram like Uh she's literally like she could be crying and she's smiling it's just libra can't help it um but they also tend to have like a a charming voice taurus is meant to be known for their voice as well because taurus rules the throat but um so charming voice scorpio i think um 
the first thing you'll you'll notice about a Scorpio, and this is also, I know this in all of my Scorpio sun friends, mm-hmm. is that they look you right in the fucking eye. Like they will never take your their eyes away from your eyes, almost to the point of like, I need to look somewhere else because they're staring yeah. deep into my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're making it's, me it's uncomfortable. An, yes. It's very intense. So I would say like, while they can be sort of like darker features, even if they're light fair colored you know like even if they have blonde hair and blue eyes there's something about them that's darker uh, featured and again their eyes are just like piercing you like staring into your soul um sag i think is another one that kind of comes with a lot of height um even though i have the girlfriend i mentioned she's so many planets in sag and she's super teeny tiny but when she walks into a room she like fills up the room you know like even though she's tiny there's height to her um so i think sag has that height and has kind of like a a long lean like they're the archer like if you imagine Mm. you know an archer in the forest like very lithe very like jumping from I, i don't know sort of just lithe and and straight yeah is how i how i yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah imagine yeah. them yeah like very uh, toned why am i thinking yep, very of toned <laughs> no you're exactly right that's the exact word i would use toned. yeah they're toned and tall and just like like athletic almost yeah um you know and i don't mean like big muscly i think you know you might find big muscle on taurus but yeah. uh sag is just like this quick like life sort of dancing yeah. around the forest yeah like a marathon runner's body mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah totally yeah um capricorn i think um has like capricorn has like a very like deep or and or authoritative voice so i think you can like they can it's like when you're talking to them you feel like you're talking to an authority figure mm. or a boss um I think that they are, oh, the one thing that I Googled, and this makes so much sense, especially because I'm really interested in astro herbalism and like medical astrology, mm-hmm. and Capricorn rules the bones in the teeth. So it Capricorns apparently tend to have, like there's something noticeable about their teeth, whether they have big prominent teeth or maybe they have crooked teeth or they have teeth missing. There's something going on with really? their teeth and maybe even their fingers, like long, lean fingers, um, um, long, lean bone structure, but it, their their bones are, are featured prominently. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, so interesting. And then Aquarius, I would say we have to like maybe a a bit of an alien like look to them again we could maybe go with the eyes instead of like big watery fish eyes which i would put with pisces i would say like like foreign eyes like eyes that might not be of this earth Mm. and um i also think because they're an air sign that they would be sort of like light colored eyes or just like i like almost transparent eyes yeah oh my god that's so cool yeah I think it's pretty cool that there's even like a correspondence there. Yeah. Okay. So my last question for you, astrology related, is mm-hmm. if you could just give us like a quick 30 second rundown of each of the signs. So for Aries, they're the firstborn of the Zodiac. So when Aries is around, nothing else exists. So mm-hmm. a lot of Aries can get the reputation of, in the same way that sort of Leo can, that like, you know, it's, it's just it's all about Aries. Aries doesn't care what you think. Aries doesn't care what you're doing. Aries is just going to go do what it's doing no matter who it hurts or, you know, it, it just it's all about what Aries wants. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I think that's important energy. I mean, it's important to 
evolve that energy and and make sure that you learn how to work with others and how to you know consider others equal to yourself but it's important energy because for me as a libra rising one of my biggest issues is worrying too much about what others think mm-hmm. and like self-sabotaging because i'm i'm worried about what others think yeah so aries is very independent very um action oriented it's ruled by mars so it's literally like it has an idea it's got to get up and get the fuck moving and get it going like it's got to go right now it's got to do it right now the issue with aries can be that it doesn't have a lot of follow through Mm -hmm. like it it has an idea it starts the plan and then all of a sudden it's got another idea and that first plan has been abandoned and it's moving on to the next idea oh and then there's a new idea and it's moving on you know so it's hard for it to stick with something and have follow through so that can be difficult for aries but i mean aries is independent it can also get um it's not that it, I guess it, it can get bored easily, but it's more an impatience. Like it Got can it. be Aries is, is impatient. So Aries has to work on that as well. Um, but very strong. Aries is a protector. It's the warrior of mm-hmm. the Zodiac. So it's very fierce. And will, I mean, oh, Aries parents are, are beautiful. They will literally like kill for their children. You know, yeah. like they will kill you if you touch the child. Yeah. So, um, okay. So Taurus, Taurus is very slow moving. Okay. It's Taurus is the tortoise not the hair like it's literally like an inch at a time i actually think that taurus operates on a completely different timeline from the rest of the world and the rest of the zodiac Mm -hmm. and that can be very difficult for us taurus people because you know we get labeled either a as lazy or we feel ourselves like you know why why can't we do what this person's doing why aren't we achieving this at this rate yeah well it's because we literally have our own timing and our timing is about like 16 years longer (laughs) than everybody else's timing and that's fine because we that's just the way we move we Uh, we you know when we when we achieve something it is it doesn't need to be redone you mm -hmm. know what i mean like whereas aries might achieve something and it's like oh well you dropped this and you spilled that and but once taurus gets to the finish line it's a perfect it's the taj mahal yeah um Taurus is very stable, very secure, very loyal. It's it's also searching for security. It's why it likes to be in relationship mm-hmm. um, because it feels very good there. Taurus is the um, sort of like Earth Mother yeah. of the zodiac. So I think it's important for Taurus to remember that you need to be outside. You need yeah. to be in nature. You need to be around animals. You need to. Um, you know, even if it's not like a pet, like you just need to hear the bird song. Yeah. You need to smell the roses. You need to have a good taste of wine. That's I'll end Taurus with we are we literally are driven by our senses. Our sense of taste, smell, touch, sight, hearing mm-hmm. is unparalleled. Nobody when we when a Taurus tastes a glass of wine, no other sign can even begin to well maybe cancer can but no other sign other than cancer can even begin to understand what a Taurus is experiencing and that's why Taurus is also known as having like a big fat sweet tooth or you know sitting on the couch like shoving food down its throat because we literally like experience food differently yeah like I don't eat Um, cake with anybody else as much as I eat like I go get cake with Anna yeah I know I know half of my conversations with Anna are about restaurant recommendations yeah. and what we would order and what's the best thing there. And like, it's, I mean, it's literally, that's like what we talk about. <laughs> and it's all I care about talking about too. No, <laughs> it's cake and wine all the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now I know why. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, we literally have like, it's, it's like, it's like sex for us. Like yeah. that is when we eat, that's, it's like sex. 
Um, okay, so Gemini. Gemini is, um, it can it gets bored very easily. We mentioned that already. And I uh-huh. think that's really important for Geminis to recognize in themselves instead of thinking that there's something wrong with them or that they can't commit or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's just that variety is the spice of life for Gemini. Gemini is literally here to collect and translate data. So Gemini is the type of, like I have my Venus in Gemini and mm-hmm. Venus rules my chart. So it's a really big energy for me. Yeah. So when I walk into a store, I literally have, like, I, if I don't see every single thing in that store, I'll, I'll obsessive, like, it, it, like, haunts me. Like, I have to see everything that is in the store and form an opinion about it. And for the most part, like, Gemini doesn't even necessarily need to form the opinion. It's about, like, spitting the data back out. So Gemini wants to take in data and then translate it and communicate it with others. Uh, Gemini is literally the communicator and messenger of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean... It, it literally, it's the messenger of the Zodiac. It's here to deliver messages. Uh, Gemini being ruled by Mercury has like a very quick wit. Like it's great at speaking. It's great at writing. It's got, it can make fast comebacks and quips. It's just like, a, it's talent lies in its tongue mm-hmm. and um, they're extremely intelligent. Oh. So I would say like that the air signs, like in general, we would say, oh, they're the intellectual ones. They're the mm-hmm. ones that, um, you know, are gonna are the ones that make you know go for the masters or the phd or yeah. you know triple major in something but i'm telling you like gemini right off the bat and you can tell this with gemini kids like they just hold a lot of knowledge and that's because knowledge interests them they like knowledge for knowledge's sake wow um, yeah it's it's uh, gemini's super underrated because it gets like and it's all those you know unevolved gemini's out there who are giving gemini a bad rap but gemini's <laughs> a really interesting sign and it really holds a lot of information gemini walks into a party and can talk to every single person That's there albeit for only five minutes but like because it then it's got to move on to the next person and the yeah. next person but it literally knows a little bit about everything so it can relate to every single person it comes into contact with yeah and i i love that about gemini yeah um cancer is the mother of the zodiac so cancer like knows how to nurture if if you're in a relationship with a cancer consider yourself lucky like it might be very emotional and there might be a lot of mood swings but you're never going to be taken care of the way that a cancer will take care of you i mean and like they know how to nurture they know how to hold you and take care of you when you're sad they know how to feed you a good meal when you need when you're sick and you need it um Cancer, obviously very sensitive. We talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Cancer is also, in my opinion, the most psychic of all of the signs. Like any time I do a reading and I see cancer strongly in their chart, I, I literally say, so tell me, like, tell me about your psychicness. Like, yeah. tell me about your prophetic dreams. That's also the realm that they, that's like their um, medium is dream world. So Ooh. if you're a cancer and you're listening, listen to your dreams. If you have a dream about something that's going to happen, pay attention because it probably will happen. And I'm sure all the cancers are nodding their head and they're like, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it, it happens all the time. Oh I dream God. this and then it happens. So, so it's not even like a deja psychic. vu. It's like yes. your fortune telling. Yes, absolutely. Oh absolutely. God. They're very, very witchy, very witchy. And, um, it, and because they have, like I mentioned, cancer and Taurus are kind of in the same boat with the sense things. Mm-hmm. Cancer should like, if, if cancers have any inclination to witchiness, like to spells and potions and things like that, like they can do it. Like they literally, they can bring all of the herbs and whatever you need together and imbue, imbue it and infuse it with um, their magic. It's, oh my it's God. very special. 
Leo, I would say, I, we kind of have talked about Leo too, mm-hmm. that they're the king of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the most evolved, the best king would be a king who does everything for the sake of his kingdom, for yeah. his people. Yeah. You know, he, he shares his kingdom with his people. He still needs to be the head of it and he needs to have the adoration of his people, the audience. He wants to have a rapt audience, but he will give his entire self to them to, to be the best king that, that he can be. And we talked a little bit about how Leo has that connection to its, its child self, like its inner child. Mm-hmm. And that really never goes away. Like they just, Leo knows how to play. Leo literally knows the definition of joy. Whereas like all of us Capricorns walking around, I've got a lot of Capricorn in my chart. We literally like were born old men, like old cranky men and like not knowing what the word fun means. And, and Leo is the exact opposite. Like Leo will, will show you how to play. Um, Leo is also, in my opinion, the two most creative signs of the Zodiac are Leo and Pisces. So when you're talking about like, extreme creativity and like extreme artistry um it doesn't necessarily have to be a fine artist although in pisces case it probably will Mm -hmm. but leo is just like hyper hyper creative um and you see that with actors i mean it uh, honestly if you like go through actors charts chances that they have leo somewhere really strong in their chart are like it's very high yeah um because not only do they love an audience and love to be adored, you know, to have a rapt audience, but they are so creative. They can play. They can inhabit another, you know, character and, and lose themselves in it. They're just, like, so creative and playful and joyful. And it's, it's, you know, we obviously need that energy, especially right now. Yeah. Virgo is the, um, is the servant of the Zodiac. It's literally, it's here to serve others. It, and, and it, it's hard because I don't know that it gets, sometimes I don't think Virgo knows that about itself. So it, it might feel out of control or like hate itself or, or just have a lot of issues. And if it could only know that it, it is here to work for other, like it needs to be, it needs to have an extracurricular activity or a job where it is in service to other. Um, so like a therapy or like a therapist, a Virgo, Virgos are great therapists, mm-hmm. uh, social work, um, literally like a humanitarian like an aid worker these are great jobs for virgo because they find themselves when they work for for others for the betterment of others virgo is a perfectionist and it can be it's both for the good and for the bad so if if virgo has defined its own idea of perfection then great you you know kill yourself trying to get there because you know as long as that that's what a, a virgo will do like literally virgo will have like bloody knuckles from like you know cleaning the floor you know <laughs> so hard so that it's perfect that's fine as long as you yourself defined what that idea of perfection is if society defined it for you if your parents defined it for you if your culture or religion defined it for you you actually might kill yourself trying to to achieve it mm-hmm. so it's important and I, t- I tell that to all the Virgos I meet it's like you've got to write the rules not the other way around and you can be that perfectionist you can be that you know hard worker detail oriented worker crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's as long as you're doing it for you and not for someone else yeah which is funny because I talked a lot about service for others but in terms of like Virgo has to write its own rules or else it will it will really hurt itself yeah uh, trying to get there the other warning I give to Virgo is that and, and I kind of already mentioned this, but 
with the whole judgmental thing, mm -hmm. because they're working on themselves or they tend to work on themselves, they expect their partner or the, those around them, like their parents or siblings or whatever, to be working on themselves. And when they're not, they can sort of just be overly judgmental or overly like, hey, um, you know, honey, I, I think I've got an idea of how you could be better. Mm -hmm. I've got, yeah. you know, why don't you, let me show you how you could be a better you. Yeah. A lot of people are like, um, no thanks, asshole. Like, I'm fine just the way I am. Yeah. But it, it comes from a good place. It's just Virgo's working on itself. So it's like, I want you to Everybody work on yourself yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Um, Libra is, um, I, I we, we kind of talked about, I, or at least when I gave the example of myself, the like, good versus bad side of Libra being um, so like people pleasing. So Libra is, you know, here to be in partnership. It's here to relate to others. It really wants to be in the company of others at all times so that it can constantly relate. Mm -hmm. uh, but the problem is when Libra starts to do things for others instead of for itself. And that happens, I mean, ugh, unless they're this Libra has got you know like a Saturn conjunction or is it the t like there are some other modifiers that I've seen but for the most part most Libras that I talk to like when I say you know y you've got to stop like caring about what other people think yeah myself included it's like yeah I, I literally don't know how I can do that like it's it's our nature to want to please others and and to self-sabotage to get there really um, mm -hmm. oh it, it, it kind of it's like heartbreaking because Libra's so like so nice it's like yeah. everybody likes you no matter what like you don't have to earn people's like love like yeah you're a likable person no matter what um it's funny because there's this other side of libra libra is also the sign of open war which doesn't like i, I think doesn't get talked about enough but uh -huh. like libra has this like contrarian side okay. and a lot of people there are probably some people who are like oh my god i'm married to a libra and he <laughs> does, he's not like trying to you know people please me it's libra like again it's that whole air thing air sign thing that libra holds all sides mm -hmm. so when somebody let's say someone gives an opinion on something even if libra agrees with you libra will play devil's advocate and pull up the other side and argue it just to see what happens then you know just to wow. see what happens when all sides are are laid out yeah and in terms of the open war thing i think it that pretty much goes more to the fact that like the one thing that will get libra to literally declare war and and fight like a fiend mm -hmm. is unfairness so the the glyph is the scales and if if libra sees like a social inequality or some something that is not fair mm -hmm. that's what gets libra riled up and that's what what i think libra how libra can come into into a warrior mode yeah, so Libra tends to be very, like, the one refrain that I know I've said a lot in my life is, but that's not fair. How yeah. is that fair? You know, that's, you know, and whereas other people are like, well, who cares? Life isn't fair. Who told you life was going to be fair? I'm like, but I, I don't understand. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like a big, it's a big thing for Libra, yeah. fairness, um, social justice and equality. Oh, um, I love that about Libras. Oh, I love it too. It's great. Um, and as long as Libra doesn't get into that people pleasing mode. Yeah. And again, and like one of the biggest lessons for Libra on this planet is to like, once you find that within yourself, that like you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, without caring what other people feel about it, it it's like the most liberating, wonderful thing. Libra is also an artist because Libra and Taurus are both ruled by Venus. They both can be 
very creative in terms of um, artistry or at least like I think of Venus as Taurus more of like the actual maybe artist the painter whatever Libra is the museum goer the and Libra can also be an actual artist as well but Libra appreciates beauty like has got mm. to be surrounded by beauty um, you go into a Libra's house and there's coffee table books galore the decor is in per is just perfect and yeah. you know matches and is just very you know there's beautiful flowers and it's very important to be surrounded by beauty for a libra Ooh. scorpio is you know we've talked about how intense and yeah. dark and a lot of people say oh scorpio so morbid and yeah i mean it, it kind of, it, it is it, they are because they are not afraid of death yeah um they are very connected to death they're very connected to the death to the dead and the dying. A yeah. lot of people with Scorpio in their chart or with planets in the eighth house end up working like or volunteering as hospice um, workers. Yeah. They literally work with people dying. Wow. Um, they It's amazing, amazing yeah. work. And I, and I would only hope that more people who have that inclination in their chart would, um, would come to the forefront because right. the way that we treat the dying in our country is not acceptable yeah and i think that you know scorpios if we could all come together and and you know just yeah. give more dignity to death in our country yeah um but yeah scorpio has no fear they're literally fearless um my teacher gave us the example of scorpio is the burning bush from the bible you know whereas it's the bush that is consumed by fire uh-huh. um or is that is on fire but not consumed by it it's not turning to ash it's literally a burning bush so scorpio is meant wow. to be like become so intensely involved in whatever it's doing yet not lose itself in what it's doing and that's yeah. the lesson for scorpio the other awesome thing about scorpio is that they're the only um sign in the zodiac that has three glyphs they have the scorpion they have the eagle and they have the phoenix and those are different levels of ascension so the lowest most base version of a scorpio is the scorpion with Uh the stinger you know it's jealous it's biting it's um just too intense and crazy but if it can transform into the eagle and then ultimately to the phoenix where it's literally reborn in and of itself that i mean that like no other sign has that opportunity and i think that's just out of control cool but it takes a lot of work yeah and um and i mean but scorpio can handle it because scorpio has a freaking stamina and i didn't mention this but cancer has a stamina too these two signs man they can just go 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 it's like they they won't stop yeah um and it's it's impressive but yeah so scorpio is just it's it needs to make sure that whatever it's doing it's it's fully involved Mm. and then try not to lose itself yeah Sagittarius is the explorer of the zodiac. It's the um, like I feel with Sagittarius is it, it is exploring so that it can embody new experiences. All Sagittarius wants is to open its mind. It wants to have a new experience, a foreign experience, so that it can come back with a completely different perspective. Um, it, Sag is also the philosopher of the mm-hmm. zodiac. So a lot of people with Sag or ninth house planets will be lawyers or philosophy majors or just you know have an interest in reading books about philosophy or religion. Yeah. Um like but not just one type, it wants to know all of it. So it will, you know, study Buddhism and will study, you know, ancient Christianity and um you know, the Kabbalah like yeah. it wants to like know 
all of it yeah. and, and have direct experience with it. So, I mean, when they say like Sag is like has a bag packed by the door ready to go at a moment's notice, it's true because when Sag is re- is feeling, you know, like it needs a new experience, it's like, okay, the easiest way to change me, to grow, to expand my, my mind is to go drop myself in another country with, you know, a foreign food, a foreign yeah. language. Um, and, and that's, fucking awesome so yeah. they 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 do that they come back and then they collect like a they, sag works in the realm of belief systems so it's very important for sag to like figure out like its beliefs and mm-hmm. and 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 sort of coalesce the way the world thinks and all of the history of religion and come sort of to a final understanding for itself yeah um capricorn is like I mentioned this a little bit already, but it's like the little old man, <laughs> the permanent little old man. Like a Capricorn is born 90 years old. <laughs> it's They're like into order. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so into order. They're very like, I would say Virgo and Capricorn are the two OCD yeah. um, signs of the Zodiac. Yep. They have to, you know, they've got their spreadsheets, the Excels, the, they've got the labels on their clothes. Everything's color coordinated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They do. They really like Oh my like God, that's my mom. She's a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's hard. So cap, my mom's a cap rising mm-hmm. and, and she's, it's cat moms are hard, but it's, they're also like, once you get older and you can appreciate them, like, I just, I love it. I, they're, they're, they just, I, especially probably our mom's generation, they were not taught to like express or experience their own sensitivity they were taught to like hide that and push it down yeah so you know like it's just I don't know I just I I don't want to say I feel like I just I feel so much love for like cap moms yeah especially of a certain generation yeah um but yeah they are so orderly they're so like because cap is the CEO of the zodiac and if you're going to run an entire company you best know what the hell is going on <laughs> at every moment and where every where every employee is what every employee is doing yeah um but again like i would say like the, the little old man thing is true like cap one of i think caps if, if they can get to this point in their trajectory on this you know planet mm-hmm. is to learn how to play they because like i i have three planets in capricorn including my moon and w- as a kid like i literally if we i was at a a birthday party all the kids were playing I would get up and like like slowly gravitate towards the parents and I would end up like talking to the parents and not the kids and it was always like that and I feel like a lot of Capricorns relate to that it's just like we're we're just like we have no like we, we just don't have any tolerance for like silly childish games. yeah I, like, I need to go have a conversation <laughs> with an adult <laughs> Wait, that's so, so funny. Yeah. So, but, and, and it's funny because this past, like, two years, I've been really, like, trying to fix, like, what brings me joy? What I need to experience that playfulness where you just get lost in something yeah. and don't think about time and are just playing. And yeah. it's, I, I hope that every Capricorn can get to a point in their life where they have time to experience that, that lesson. Yeah. Um, but Capricorns are super ambitious also, I should say. Like a Cap, just it has an innate need to build something on this planet. Yeah. Um, Aquarius, we talked about that they're the humanitarian of the mm-hmm. Zodiac. So Aquarius is such an interesting energy because they are so dedicated to others and to groups of others, not just like a single other, but mm-hmm. to like the group, like to the, the community or the society at large, yet they never feel a part of it. And one of the first things I'll always say to uh, an Aquarius is like, 
I know that you you've, you've always felt different. Like you never felt like you fit in, despite right. like having a ton of friends and you know have like being a part of a ton of social groups and a book club and a this and a that and a this. It's like, but they never feel like they fit in, and it's yeah. I'm sure that's not easy energy to deal with because you're like I feel so compelled to be with these people this these groups of people yet yeah. I like can never feel like I'm one of them so um but at, at this so I mean that's neither here nor there the Aquarian energy is the progressive energy like mm-hmm. they are literally the future is now they are the ones that see into the future yeah um and 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 bring it to us and you know they're the like the internet is associated with aquarius um and uranus which rules aquarius mm-hmm. um just just forward thinking yeah. very progressive um very humanity minded they want to to do better by society's standards by for humanity yeah um they are also i i haven't really talked about this in the other signs but i'll throw it out here now as Taurus is known to be stubborn, mm-hmm. Aquarius is known to be very stubborn. And it's because both Taurus and Aquarius are fixed signs. That's their quality. So really? they, yes. So a lot of Aquarius, I mean, if you know any Aquarians and uh, I can talk about my mother-in-law who's very like stubborn and like when they have an idea, they, that is what's right. Yeah. And I mean, and Taurus, and again, I, I explained why Taurus gets to that point too, but yeah, Aquarius is just one of those fixed signs. You, that can, even despite being incredibly objective because they are an air sign and they like to see all sides, they can get very um, fixed and fixated on, on an idea. Mm. And then our sweet little Pisces, which we've <laughs> talked about a lot, but you know, very sensitive they have no boundaries they come into this earth with no boundaries and they feel everyone's pain and unlike cancer who starts to build the shell to protect itself and unlike scorpio who stings back when they're hurt pisces just continues to take it they take it and take it and take it it's like i mean they're here to they also transmute a lot of that energy and they they really like turn that energy into take that dark energy and turn it into light energy but at this at the same time they're um suffering you know unless they learn how to deal with that they learn how to protect themselves how to recharge themselves um they're i mentioned that they're extremely creative and for them i mean like the classic create creative arts like they're poets they're musicians they're painters um they're they're just like sculptures yeah absolutely (laughs) like they're just like they're they they know because i really think they're channeling from the other side like they they have a direct connection and it's literally it's not even that they're like sitting there creating it's like they're they're literally channeling it yeah It's, it's magic um and again, because they're a water sign, hyperintuitive. Any Pisces out there need to listen to their gut. If their gut is telling them something, it's because it need, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you need to listen. Um, and you need to, you know, Google psychic boundaries and how to form them. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else about Pisces? Super creative. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that's... Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, poor, poor Pisces. I know, Aww. I know. And that's, we should always, you know, think about that. If we're dealing with a Pisces and we're like, God, this Pisces is so whatever, you know, it's like, just remember that, like, they're not only holding their own emotions, they're holding yours as well. Yeah. So if you're pissed off or you're, you know, feeling really, you know, depressed, they're holding that with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, before we leave, drop your favorite thing 
of the moment. Like it could be. Oh anything. yeah, I forgot you do this. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Oh, God, I wish I had thought ahead because I love these types of questions. The <laughs> only thing that's coming to mind, and it's just because we just started it like two nights ago, is mm-hmm. we're watching The Outsider right now. Oh my God, I'm um, watching that too. Okay. okay. It, first of all, talk about if you want to see Scorpio embodied in a TV show, like in terms of color and tone and direction. <laughs> That is, is Scorpio. Yeah. That is what I see when I think about Scorpio. Yeah. Like very dark grays yeah. and blurry backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's Scorpio. But I feel that's like it's show. like a really interesting show. Yeah. And I'm happy to have something like that on television right now. Yeah. Um, I'm on episode three. I know there was, there's like eight out, but I read yep. the book. Yep. I read the <gasps> oh, actual shit. book and the book is so I've never good. i Stephen King. Oh my so god! Good. Yeah, that's I awesome. highly recommend it. Um, oh, I love that. The guy from Ozark is in it in the yep, beginning, yep. but he yep. also directed a few of the episodes. I was like, I, oh, I so noticed impressive. that too. Yeah. Yep. Wait. Um, so should I watch Ozark? Because a lot of people say that, like that. I, a lot of my friends like it, but I never. I just didn't feel like it. But they also say it's kind of like The Outsider. Um, is that kind of like it's I don't think it's like the outsider but that could be mm-hmm. just because I read the book so I know mm. the whole theme the genre of the outsider but mm-hmm. Ozark is a lot more um it's about money laundering and like uh mm. more like gangster like okay so not yes. supernatural but just like darker in tone yeah maybe. darker in tone but it is a very very good show and because it's okay. on Netflix you can binge it you know yeah yeah oh, God, yes. I, I highly recommend That's Ozark cool. and they're making us wait like years for the next season so i don't know what's going on oh, but God. it's two seasons are out and it's very very good you should definitely check okay it awesome out. yeah that's what's next then <laughs> tell our listeners <laughs> where they can find you and if they want to get their birth chart read all the good stuff um okay well obviously the easiest place is instagram mm-hmm. and it's um star tree s T-A-R-T-R-E-E underscore astrology. Mm-hmm. And on my profile on Instagram, you can link to my Etsy shop, but it's um, etsy.com slash shop slash Star Tree Astrology, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, you can purchase readings from me there, um, but I have all of my herbs and tinctures and my, you know, my secret favorite uh, part of my work is my astro herbalism so mm-hmm. check that out if you're interested but especially if you have kids and you want a yeah. kid's chart done like come see me that's where my heart lies yeah i think that is so key to getting to know you know the most effective way to like parent your kid exactly yeah yeah and getting to know your kid yeah getting to know your kid like right before their first words just yep exactly that do it before they can right 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 so you know exactly what they're about to like say and how you're gonna handle it so you don't flip out on them yep exactly (laughs) okay well thank you so much max for talking to us today you're welcome Bye. bye i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with max sternbaum i hope you guys are having a great time staying in take some time for yourself chill out relax try to find something fun to do sit and meditate every single day i highly recommend it i think it's so important to maximize this time instead of just you know letting it pass you by i want to thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with me this week have a wonderful weekend have fun stay in